Welcome to The Life Editor. This week, we're talking about why you need to give yourself a break, overcoming your resistance, and the real way to think like an editor. Let's go. I'm Sage Grayson, a former book editor turned life coach. I help ambitious career women edit their habits, routines, and mindsets to balance their happiness at work and home. I'm a life editor, and so are you. Today, I want to share a tendency that I've noticed that many life editors share. In addition to being super organized, type A thinkers and planners, we're also perfectionists. This is overwhelmingly the case. If I had to pull a number out of the air, I'd guess that 90% or more of life editors are perfectionists. At first, that might sound like a good thing. Hell yeah, I want things to be perfect. But perfectionism holds us back from completing those brilliant projects that we've dreamt up. We like things to be just so. And when they're not, we give up. Or we procrastinate. Or we stop doing our work until we feel inspired again. All the while, the people who count on us are wondering what just happened. We go from 60 miles an hour to a dead stop in a second. For me, my perfectionism makes me question whether my business is good enough. I compare myself to business owners who are making 10 times the amount I am and have a whole team of helpers. And then I get sad and don't want to write a blog post. If I can't do it perfectly, then why bother at all? Maybe you felt the same way too. Whether you're working on your career, your relationships, a health goal, a spiritual practice, or something else, if you don't give yourself permission to be imperfect, then you'll never go as far as you can if you simply lighten up. Giving yourself a break is a big part of step five of the life editing process. Make white space for personal self-care. That means being good to yourself, resting, using positive self-talk, and putting yourself and your work out there, even if the quality is less than 100%. Oftentimes, when I put something on my website that I'm self-conscious about, nobody notices. They don't see the mistakes. They don't see the things that make me cringe. They just see me being authentic and doing my best to encourage them. And guess what? My best will never be perfect. How can you act imperfectly this week? Can you give yourself a break? Remember, Done is better than perfect, and loving yourself just as you are is an act of forgiveness. This week, I'm reading The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. When it comes to your career, whether you have your own business or work for someone else, 
you'll often bump up against obstacles that are holding you back from your dreams. No matter how hard you push or plan, you're constantly being sabotaged. And the person who's sabotaging you is often yourself. Your creative work becomes a battle, and the book The War of Art is a must-read for anyone who is determined to bust through those blocks and stand triumphantly on the other side. Stephen Pressfield writes about resistance, that invisible force that stops us from sitting down to write our novels or picking up the phone to call a prospective client or lacing up our sneakers to go for a run. He writes, the more important a call or action is to our soul's evolution, the more resistance we will feel toward pursuing it. That hit me like a ton of bricks. I've often felt the most resistance to the things I really, really, really want. And resistance gets stronger the closer you are to finishing something. Just think, how many times have you left a project unfinished or gave up when you were so close to your goal? Thankfully, The War of Art has some top-notch advice for overcoming your resistance. For example, one of the ways to move forward is to adopt the persona of a professional versus an amateur. We've talked a lot about amateurs and professionals on the blog, but basically a professional commits full-time to the goal, while an amateur half-asses it. That doesn't mean it's perfect, but it does mean it gets done. Also, we must be motivated to do our work for our own sake, and not for recognition or applause. Think about a time when you tried to lose weight. It's easier to stick with it if you have an inner drive to feel healthy, rather than when someone else is fat-shaming you into going to the gym. It's the same for your business. You'll attract better and higher-paying clients if you truly love your work than just throwing anything out there desperately trying to make a sale. Are you battling your own resistance? Then grab your copy of The War of Art. The easy edit for this week is to think like an editor. Delete, then add. When you first start making changes in your life, you'll often feel this incredible urge to start adding things. I want to buy a hundred plastic containers to organize my house. I want to sign up for the fancy expensive gym. I want to hire a designer to make my website look cooler than everyone else's. Okay, that's great. And I totally want you to add in some of those good habits, routines, and other things that have been missing from your life. But you're going to have some problems if you don't breathe, calm down, and take a step back. If you want to edit your life and have those good edits stick, then you must delete before you add. Let's say you want to organize your closet so that getting dressed in the morning is a pleasure and not a fight to find something that's clean, fits you properly, and isn't ripped or stained. 
If you buy all those fancy organizers, well, sure, your clothes will be separated into colorful plastic bins, but your closet will still be stuffed to the brim with crap. Instead, delete the items that are not your style, that don't fit your body at your current weight, that are damaged, or that you never wear. Throw them out, donate them, whatever, as long as they're gone. Now you'll have so much more space in your closet that you might not need to buy any new storage containers. And you'll be able to see exactly what looks beautiful on you. The next time you feel that desire to add something or buy something or start something, take the time to go back a step and delete something first. That's how you think like an editor. That's it for this episode of The Life Editor. I'm Sage Grayson, and you can always find me at sagegrayson.com. This week, remember to give yourself a break and embrace your imperfections. Focus on overcoming your resistance and always delete before you add. Please remember to subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. Since this is a new podcast, it's important for me to get reviews so that other people can find me and start editing their lives. And if you have a question or topic I should cover on the podcast, please send an email to sage at sagegrayson.com. What will you edit in your life this week? Until next time, Life Editor.